You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that Two Sundays ago, as I prepared to come to church, I went out, went to start my car, oh, and I noticed something different. I walked back in and I said to my wife, I think the battery is going dead. I better take a set of jumper cables. I did so. The car kept it running, put the jumper cables in the trunk. Came over to the church, had some forethought and some wisdom backed into the parking spot, just in case. Well, after worshiping with all of you on that day, I went out to start the car to go down and see my mom. The car started. Still was showing me signs that something wasn't completely right. Went down, visited with my mom. Backed into the parking spot just in case. Visited with my mother and my sister, went out. Car started. Now we come to Wednesday night evening prayers. Drive the same car. This time I pull in the parking lot head on. We come inside, we pray, and that was actually the night that I prayed thanking God. Everything is going so smooth, Lord. Thank you so much. Go outside. Turn the key. Eh, nothing. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go get my brother. My brother will give me a jump. I had the cables. I came in. I turned left. Ooh, I seen he was talking a whole bunch and church council was listening. Got to go to a different plane. Walked into the choir room, got keys from my wife, drove the car, her car, through the grass, jumped the car, got it started. Well, I wasn't able to do anything until last Sunday. Last Sunday, I took that battery out of that car. I took it up to Napa, and they tested it and said, yeah, no, it doesn't work. And he looked at the side of the battery, and I learned something, because there was a letter and a number he said, you know, there's a five-year warranty on this battery. And it tells me right on the side here that this battery was made in 2013. Chances were that the warranty was expired. So rather than go through all of the necessary channels of going back and looking at the paperwork and seeing when that thing really was purchased to see if it fell within the five years, the attendant that I really like, Joe, he said to me, he said, listen, he said, uh, by the time you go through all that, he said, I will give you a better discount than you will get on a warranty exchange. So, got the battery, put it in the car, car sitting outside, drove it to church today. Why do I tell you a story like that? Why do I tell you a story like that? 
Because today is a day that we can understand that we have a warranty. God's warranty to us. We can see it in the scripture that has been placed for us today. You know, Ezekiel is a prophet that spoke to Israel during the time called the Diaspora. The Diaspora is a time in Israel's life that is after 586 B.C. They have been subjected to bondage and dispersed throughout the known world by the Babylonians. They thought they were out of warranty. They thought nothing could... What's going to happen? Everything has been taken away from us. How can we be fixed? How can we be made right? It can't happen. We misused our relationship with God. And now we've lost our warranty. And then God speaks to the prophet Ezekiel. And he says to them, to Ezekiel, look at the bones. They look, you see they have no life in them. But I am going to bring the warranty back. I told them that if they would be my people, I would be their God. I will show them in a powerful way how I will repair them and make them whole again. And the prophet begins to speak and the bones begin to assemble and the sinew is attached and the flesh is put on. But there was still no life. The warranty was not put into full effect until the breath of God was prophesied and breathed onto the people of Israel. What God was saying through Ezekiel is you may think that you can't be fixed. But I am going to fix you. And I'm going to take you back to Jerusalem. I am going to restore the worship life. That we once had. And it was that hope. That Ezekiel placed before the people. And indeed in 536 BC. Cyrus the Persian gives the edict of restoration. And Ezra and Nehemiah prophets go back and they begin to lead in law reform and the reconstruction of the temple. Just the same, the warranty was put back in place. The guarantee that they would be an instrument, a tool in God's hand. One of the things that I learned in my conversation at Napa was... You got to pay attention to the language of a warranty. Because you see, the, the battery was probably still under a warranty, but it had diminished to such a point that it was probably not worth anything. So, understanding the language associated with a warranty is extremely important. This is one of the great things that I love about Scripture on how this takes place and then God takes it up and makes it right. You have to go back into the book of Genesis chapter 11 where the people at that time get together. They are portrayed as masons. They're building a brick structure, a stairway to heaven. 
And then God comes upon them and confuses their language so they cannot communicate anymore. So that they cannot come to this point where they can make their way or try to make their way back to God. So the language of the warranty becomes more clear on Pentecost when the language that was confused at Babel becomes unconfused when the Holy Spirit is poured out. And they were able to understand them in a language, in a way that made sense to them. It is abundantly clear that when Jesus was with the disciples, they didn't understand him then yet. He had to explain to them over and over again. But as time now moves on, the language becomes unscrambled. And these plain, ordinary people are able to share the deep mysteries of the relationship with God. The warranty, the language of the warranty has now been made so that we can hear it and understand it. Jesus, in the gospel message for today, says it very clearly. He must go to the Father because it's for our good. It's, it's for our, you, you see, the warranty wasn't put into effect until he ascends into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And then the Holy Spirit is poured out upon us. And it is by the Spirit that we are able to understand the language of that warranty. And we're able to realize that through this power and presence of the Holy Spirit, God is constantly with us. And we can be repaired and we can be replaced. Think about that. In our life, as we hold this here perishable flesh, we raise our petitions to Almighty God and we ask Him to be a part as we wail at the wall, asking Him to come in. Ultimately, though, we will replace the warranty that God has given us we will replace this worldly flesh with imperishable. He will give us eternal life. Martin Luther calls the church the office of the Holy Spirit. It is the church, the office of the Holy Spirit that has been specifically charged by Jesus and the Father to proclaim that you're under warranty and you can count on that. You know, one of the things that, they, that Joe looked at when I took the battery in was there was a calendar on the top of, of the battery. When I bought the battery, someone forgot to punch it. It wasn't me, it was the person who sold me the battery. So we didn't know what the month or the year was to see if that warranty was in fact in effect. You know when your warranty was put into effect? When you were baptized. 
When you were you want an extended warranty, participate in the life of the office of the Holy Spirit and partake of the body and blood of the Lamb. It's the extended warranty program. I hope this makes sense to you. I really do. May you have a blessed day. May you experience the power and presence of the Spirit called holy in your life. And may you be a powerful witness. Just like those on this day that the tongues of fire rested upon. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my life.